BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Great Match Generator here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I'm your host, Danny Kugler, here with my co-host, Adam Yuri. How is it going, Adam? It's going good. Just got home from work. Well, in between. I just finished watching uh, one of the best matches I think I've watched uh, for this. Uh, we'll get into that later, but yeah, it's going good. Yeah, I thought this assortment of matches was pretty good, but but let's talk about WrestleMania weekend first and, and all the uh, surroundings behind it. How do you get WrestleMania weekend was? I, so I work so much on the weekends and um, Trish was in town Monday, the, this past last Monday and Tuesday. So I couldn't really uh, request off the weekend too. So I got to see um, what all did I get to see blood sport uh the triple a show from WrestleCon, that those were both great um i watched wrestle open from beyond a little bit kind of had that split screen with um gcw and then i watched i watched most of roh and that's all i really watched i watched roh i watched um blood sport and the lucha show and then I watched both nights of WrestleMania and Stand and Deliver. I know I tortured myself, but I don't remember uh, why I didn't watch Stand and Deliver. Well, probably because it's WWE. But night one of WrestleMania was not bad. Night two, like that's another story. But that seems to be the consensus. It just night... it seems to be what I hear is it's varying degrees of. Depending on how you feel about WWE, you either you either said night one was good or people, some people said it was just like, I don't know. It felt like some people were making it sound like WrestleMania 17 or some shit. So it wasn't WrestleMania 17, but no. uh, it was it had two very great matches two in my top 10 for match of the year so far. But but um, nothing, nothing like entirely blow away those matches are entirely replaceable on my match year chart yeah 
But what was your match of the weekend? I mean, I'm sure I know. Briscoe's but... FTR. Come on. Good now. Come and on. Then, <laughs> Is that number F- two on my match? FTR might have had a better match last night, too. That's at number six on my match of the year poll right now. Um, she- my my top three for my top three for resume top four for resume weekend is Briscoe's FTR, um, Moxley Biff, um, Becky Bianca, and the Speedball Bandito match from the March of Hitchcock I, show. I still I still need to get around to that one. Look at this. Everyone uh, everyone says their PWG match is better, but. I don't think I've seen the Peter. Oh, I think Hotspots just put it on their network. But okay, have um, yeah, that's been a lot of great wrestling. And then like Friday night, have you heard the reviews for Yuta versus Mox? No, is it is it phenomenal? I had people there telling me it's on the same level as FTR versus the Bucks. Oh, I can't wait now. I also saw a picture. I'm not going to, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but I saw a picture and uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun match. It's going to be a fun match. Most people will probably be listening to this after the fact, so, but, but don't spoil it for people. No, no. But today's matches, that's a good sum of current wrestling. But no shoot style today. Yay! I think we were worn out on the shoot style. I, yeah, I was. was, Well, on the shoot style thing, though, like, it kind of just, I kind of just had an epiphany here. I think uh, one of the matches we'll talk about later is shoot style enough for me. Yes. You know what I, I mean? Know, I know which one you're talking about. Yes, but um, let's get into it. Rockers versus Buddy Rose and Dub Summers from AWA, Christmas night, 1986, in a cage. We have Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior, WWF, SummerSlam, 1989. We have Katsuyori Shibata versus Junakiyama, Russell One, um, August 4th, 2005, and. Adrian Neville versus Sami Zayn from NXT Our Evolution 2014. That's December 11th. So we normally go in chronological order here. So Rockers versus Buddy Rose and Doug Summers. This was very good. I thought I, this was this was a good Southern cage match tag match with exciting stuff. So I liked it, but I think I was a little low on it. And then I talked to one of our friends today. And he explained like the whole build up to it was they just kept bloodying up Marty and Sean. Right. So this was like a non-title match. So I think I went, I think in hindsight, knowing what the story was, I'm a little higher on it now. This is basically Marty and Sean's revenge match on Buddy Rose and Doug Summers in a cage. And it felt like a revenge match, um, yeah. almost. And like mechanically, it's fantastic because it's Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty, Buddy Rose, and Doug Summers. Yeah. 
Like we're we're not we're not the kind of reviewers that go blow by blow. Um, to we we highlight certain spots. When Marty went up on the cage near the end of the match, I thought he was going to jump off. That's what I was thinking too. I think I think we've just watched you know what thirty five years of cage matches where it's almost like obligatory. It's just someone has to jump off the cage now. Like, it was refreshing not to see somebody jump off the cage. Yeah, well, so when he was on top of the cage, like, they had the spot. I First, I thought they were going to do, like, a superplex. And then I thought someone was going to like, jump. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I was like, I, th- I don't know. I, I didn't know what I was expecting. Um, they, were, they were going for a superplex, and then they just dragged each other back into the cage, and Marty flew from the top rope. That's what happened. Yeah. Um, very bloody match. Oh, yeah. Sean bleeds a freaking gold gusher. Yeah. Um, another note about Sean. Um, I had someone agree with me on this. I, he has this weird thing where, like, it's in random matches that his punches look a lot better than normal. And, oh, yeah, yeah. This this is one of those ones. Yeah. And, like, uh, someone explained it to me that, like, there was just certain guys you have to bring it with. You know what I mean? Like when we reviewed Undertaker versus him and Hell in a Cell, Undertaker's not going to let him go in there and be soft. You know what I mean? No, no. Undertaker's not going to let him, let him just softball a punch. So he has to be hard. I think Buddy Rose would be the same way. Or yeah, that's... They're like veteran wrestlers. Yeah. Um, And they sort of, Buddy Rose was very good. Yeah. I need to see more Buddy Rose. I do too for the GWE project as a whole because he is a contender. Um, greatest wrestler ever. Discord, by the way. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I really like this match. What did you give it? I think I'd go four and a quarter in hindsight, knowing the story now. I think I went four and a quarter as well. Um, let me find it. Search. Sean. Let me. Rockers. Oh, it's under rockers. That's why. I gave it four and a quarter. Yeah, I, I, was supposed, I thought it. that's what you said on the phone the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty sure I gave it before in the court. I was looking for Shawn Michaels in my spreadsheet. But it's Rockers. Um, but I I I thought Sean selling here was excellent. Yeah. Um Sean was already a very good seller at this age at his age in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, he was really good. Not to say Morty Jannetty wasn't good, it's just Shawn Michaels <laughs> is Shawn Michaels for a reason. Yeah. And then Cherry on the outside crying, hysterical wailing. It, some Okay, so I'm weird when it comes to Sherry. Sometimes I find her to be like overbearing and not in like a good way. Heat. But sometimes I also just find her to be like awesome. She was pretty good on this one. 
Yeah, she was good here because she was trying to be sympathetic. So I really enjoyed that. Um, have you seen Have you seen that Coliseum video? Um, I don't remember which one. It's one. It's just a match where she's managing someone, and the entire audio is just her yelling. Oh God, that might there's be like no there's no commentary or nothing. That is fantastic. Yeah. So we're, we're both in agreement there for one and a quarter. Yeah. Let's go to our second 80s match here. SummerSlam 1989. Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior. And carry job is the word of the day. Yeah, this is an all-timer carry job. Um, I, I love the first high spot of the match where, like, Rude shocks Warrior right outside the ring. Yeah. War- uh, I mean, Warrior chucks Rude outside the ring and then military presses him. Love that spot. Um, before we get into the match, I turned it on and I'm trying to like kind of fast forward to the interviews a little bit because that was the one I was watching right like as we were going to record last week. So I was trying to like speed through stuff. And the first thing I hear as I get to Warrior's entrance is Ventura saying, this guy is a lunatic. It's like, well, that aged well. Boy, it did. <coughs> um, yeah, I, um, Brood was just so good here. Um, and it didn't, I don't know, I, it didn't have it didn't feel like the savage matches where the the savage matches felt rehearsed they're better yeah Yeah, this one just felt like rude like just feeling the crowd yeah rude just felt it warrior hit a suplex and i'm like bruh the the german suplex i was okay so here's here's two things that really happened back to back in this match Roddy Piper comes out in Moon's Rick Rude, and then Ultimate Warrior hits, hits a German hits suplex. Hits a German suplex. And then Rude goes for a pile driver like later on in the match, but in reality it was a Gonzo bomb. Yes, yes. What a! I, I thought that was fantastic too. <laughs> Rick Rude versus Ultimate Warrior, King's Road. It's been. It, it was King's Road. Um, shoulders, it, and that would lead to the finish. Shoulder tackle, he and Rude wants himself press slam, and then worse flash one, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> and even on the review, Superstar Sleeves was like, I felt like I was watching all Japan at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, was this King's Road? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't even really think about like the German and the Gonza bomb in the same match. King's Road Ultimate Warrior. King's Road Ultimate Warrior, indeed. I think I went four and a quarter on this as well. I went three and three quarters. Um, I, I very much enjoyed this match. I enjoyed the pacing and the ring placement very much of Rude. Yeah. All-time carry job. All-time carry job. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, but uh, I feel this one was very good. Um, now, now we get to the intensely violent match of this bunch. Katsuyori okay, so- Shibata versus Junakiyama. Yes. Wrestle one, August fourth, two thousand five. Jesus Christ. I, I there are superlatives about this match. <laughs> Violent, vicious. Shibata here was great. I thought Shibata was just starting to become great in 2013. This is 2005 Shibata, and he's great. It blew yeah. my mind. Um yeah, dude. Uh, so this match starts off and basically like the first sequence or whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it sequences. This it's, match not felt a, like, it's not a sequence. It, it was but, basically Shibata kicked Akiyama in the face and Akiyama got bloody and got pissed off. <laughs> yeah. And then he's just pissed off from there and they're like just fighting in the crowd and there's chairs being thrown and all of this shit. And then they, Oh my God, just violent. What? I mean, what, but it's not just violence for the sake of violence. Like there's a real story here about Shibata being this dickhead, you know, Akiyama being the guy, you know, this dickhead rookie that just comes out paraquicket kick. Bust Oki Akiyama hard way, and then Akiyama just gets really pissed, and I'm like, I'm in heaven. <laughs> I get kids this- talking about it because I'm like, I'm like, veteran makes make makes young boy pay. That's the type of story I like. Yeah, and like Shibata's just such such a good dickhead here, and. You know, he does, like, the, the light kick to the head spot that, uh, you know, uh, Kenta always did, too, and stuff like that, like, just to be a dick. And um, I, I like the spot where um, he got him in the choke early on. Uh, there was just so much good shit in here. Uh, oh uh, anytime they were exchanging the bombs. Oh, the like, bombs, like the backdrop driver into the guillotine. Yeah. And, like, I like that Shibata, you saw him, like, he was taking them and fighting through all the all the uh, different bombs that Akiyama was dropping on him. But he still, like, you saw it wearing on him a little bit more each time, a little bit more. And then, you know, Fundamentally, finally. Neville Zane's the better pro wrestling match. But this is, this is why I have this rated higher than Neville Zane. Spoiler alert. It's because this was a knockdown, drag-on fight that I loved. Yeah, th- this is just extremely my shit. Like, this is, like, I I love the Neville and Zane match that we'll get into shortly. But, like, this was, like, my type of shit. Like, I want, like, this type of violence. And people were giving me shit about WrestleMania on Facebook. And people were giving me shit about, like, you know, Tony Khan and, like, like um, on Facebook about, like, like IWC. And I'm like, it's tw- – I, I even commented, it's 2022. Everybody has the internet. And this guy made, the, made like, this dissertation on, like, 
I don't even know this guy. I think I met him through like a wrestling chat room. Um, his dissertation on why like wrestling like the IWC is bad, and I'm like, that's actually why the IWC is good. Is because we actually review these matches. We actually look for things. Um, we look for the intricacies of different things because we've been watching this for a long time. That just because we didn't do it doesn't mean we can't critique it. Yeah, it's that's dumb. That 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 would be like saying if you don't like if you don't make music, you can't say a song's good. Right. We all know what a good song is. So people And we all have different tastes. That's the important part. You might not like the bands I like, vice versa. You know what I mean? I like Tony Khan branded Japanese. Um, and and the post I posted on Facebook is the, the inability of WWE, WWE star making. And people totally missed the point and wanted to get into WWE defense squad. And it's like it's the worst thing on the internet. <laughs> Any corner of the it's, I mean, I won't, see, I won't even talk wrestling on Facebook. I, it's not fun. And, and then I'm like, I'm like here trying to like express myself because I don't have Twitter. I, I do have Twitter, but I don't use it as much anymore for like the thoughts thing. And I get bitten in the ass for it because these people comment. Like, no, you should feel this way. No, I don't feel this way because of X, Y, Z. You know? But going back to the Shibata Akiyama match, it was just my style. The Shibata yeah. fighting spirit at the end. Um, yes. Akiyama hits the uh, exploder and locks in the crippled crossface. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Um, and then, and then, uh, Shabadi used his fighting spirit at the end, barrage her knees before succumbing to head drop with clutch exploder. This was bliss. Yeah, those exploders were great. They call me the innovator of it for a reason. My yeah, God. it's been, a, it's, I feel like it's been a while since I've watched uh, Akiyama, um, singles match. So it wasn't I, like anything he was doing at Noah either. Yeah. Totally different environment. 
you know, and it worked. Where'd you have this? Where'd you have this? I went five. You went five. I'm a wimp. I went four and three quarters. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I went full five on it. I wanted to. Don't get me wrong. I wanted to so badly. But I, I was just not feeling it to go five. The um, There was one point where you talked about the cross face. I thought the cross face, like it felt like it was about to go too long just when they broke it. So, I mean, that would be the one thing I'd hold against it. But that's so minor. Five stars is also appealing. Yeah. And and you know it's it's I don't know I I mean I probably should rewatch it but I think I'm I think I'm secure with the full five yeah 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 but no qualms. Right. No, I have no qualms about that. Um, let's go to Neville's man. Classically, this is a better pro wrestling match than uh, Shibata Akiyama. Yes. Um, really good action throughout. Um, this is like what you call like a pro wrestling like i don't like to turn mat classic but you know what i mean like this is yeah. a perfect professional wrestling match basically like without like any of the extra stuff from the, the last match that made me like that match more than this right i think you had to be transplanting at that time to really think this match is transcendent yeah, it's weird because, like, there's just been so many takeovers now where you've seen takeovers and AEW where you've seen, I mean, even WWE kind of started moving to a more work-rate-heavy style for a bit there. Yeah. It's just I've seen, not that I've seen too much, you know, you know it's not even that. It's more, I had to be transplanted at that time to feel that emotion again of Zane winning the belt that chase yeah and like uh i mean like i found myself not as invested in like some of the spots they were doing with the belt you know what i mean where they were doing like teasing belt shots and stuff like that like for example like for example i think an emotion-based pick for match of the year this year is going to be will osprey versus michael oko i think it's a very comparable match to this match um, I, I, and I went five on Will Ospreay and Michael Oku. Um, I still haven't seen that one either. It's phenomenal. Will Ospreay I, puts in a phenomenal performance on the, the British stage, his home stage. And it, you're almost floored by how, how Will Ospreay does it. You almost floored. 
granted, he he has a dick, and granted, he's this and that, but I wasn't going to take it there. But but I'm Florida. Many people don't like Will Ospreay for personal reasons, and I get that. Did you well? Okay, did you see him and Saber in the New Japan Cup? No, I haven't seen any New Japan this year. Okay, so I watched that match when Trish was here, and all I could think just watching it was like, Will's not even the best wrestler in this match. And I like, I think Will's very good, a great professional wrestler. But I was just like, God, Saber is it's so a, good. You, this Oku match will make you think otherwise because this Oak, this is the heel performance that you've been waiting for from Osprey. All right, I'll try to check that out tomorrow or something. Our, the ref, ref, ref on demand service has a two week free trial, so all right. So you can watch it for free if you sign up and do the two week trial. Um, I really love that match. It's my number one. Um, okay. It will be jockeying for a position with Briscoe's FTR all year. Just enough. Those two matches are at another level compared to my three and ten, three through ten. Even like CM Punk MJF, as much as I love that match, like as as far as away, farther away you get from the emotions of CM Punk MJF. You feel it a little less. Uh, are we talking? Uh, we're talking about the dog collar, right? Dog collar, yeah. Yeah. It's still a phenomenal match. Yeah. But it's for some reason, brain a, my brain went to the dynamite match for some reason. Dynamite match is on my top ten too. Yeah, it was really good. Um. Did but- you wait? Did you watch? Did you watch last night? Yeah, I did. Okay. It's currently number six on my list. For okay. I had to do an adjustment as after I made the list because I had Bailey Bandito at ten, and I didn't knock Bailey Bandito off. I said, I said on the comment page on my Facebook, I was like. Welp, Bailey, and on the BOW Discord, I was like, Welp, Bailey and Bandito is off the list now. <laughs> yeah. So, but we're really here to talk great wrestling. And whether yeah. it's current or or otherwise, I went four and a half one. There's nothing more you can say about it. Yeah, I went four and a half. Um, it was, again, I I don't know. I feel like the way we talked about it, people would think we're like, oh, like we kind of shitting on it. And we're like, no, it's just a little bit lower than the match I gave five stars. Yeah, that that's the thing. And, like, I've been doing clips for the show, and, like, the Shibata Akiyama segment is definitely going to be a clip because that's a gushing over yeah. something. And How many how many matches do you know? Like, I was trying to think of it. And like, I don't know. I was kind of tired and I just got off work. But, like, how many matches do you know where someone just gets hard weighed, like, 30 seconds in? Not that many. That's <laughs> not a lot. Like, the Brock Orton match. Yes. Okay. 
I remember that one. But yeah. But that wasn't even 30 seconds then. No. But but you know, wrestling's supposed to make you feel. And I think people get away from that object of wrestling supposed to make you feel. And and it's, moves are cool. Moves are cool. I like moves. I'm more of a moves guy than a lot of other people in like the GWE Discord and stuff like that. I like the athletic endeavor because I come from more of a sports background. Um, but and that fat does factor into what I rate more more favorably than others. I so the athleticism has to be used right for me. You know what I mean? That's I guess I'm getting to what you're yeah, saying. It's yeah, got yeah. there. Someone was just telling me the other day they think Seth Rollins is a better wrestler than Moxley because he's more athletic. And that no. seemed to be the whole argument. And I'm like, Seth, Seth hasn't been that good since the knee injury. And he would he couldn't have the match with Biff that Mox just had. He couldn't have the match with Utah that Mox is going to have tomorrow night. He had the match with Cody. Um, I'll give Seth a feather in his cap there. Um, the uh, what did you give that? Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. I've heard that sounds about right. Um, if I'm honest, I would hate watching it at first. If I'm honest, because because I I felt like Cody was a not abandoning the mission. You 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 know what I mean? I yeah I I don't want to talk about Cody and all of that. If you want if you want coverage for on Cody, go to One Nation Radio. One Nation Radio has the perfect coverage of Cody. And my my audio was worth lotta. Yes, that too. Yeah, for for Cody. Um, and like, but but um, but God, it it was a good match. Yeah, I I haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch it. But uh. I can see it being a pretty good match. I mean, if people are overblowing it already, yeah, it's fucking Cody and it's fucking well, it's not, yeah, and it's the WWE where a four star match is a five star match. You know what I mean? Yeah, Walter might have had Gunter at the stand deliver match. At stand deliver, might have had the worst match of worst match of the stand deliver. Who was he wrestling? L.A. Knight. And it wasn't entirely L.A. Knight's fault. What happened? Walter lost his edge. I I mean, I saw... it out of him. I I saw, like... I saw what kind of shape he's in now, and I'm like, that's not... That's not as intimidating now. And now they put him up to the brain roster? God. It means he'll be an AEW in a year. 
I'm more excited about Eichner and Bartel being in AEW because that team is so goddamn good. Yeah. Because the way I look at Walter right now, he's older too. Eichner and Bartel are awesome. I can see them I'm actually the boss Red Dragon. Yeah. Well, Walter and um Walter in New Japan is probably more exciting than AEW for me, too. Yeah. But, but it, it, it's sort of how it is nowadays. We've turned this into a sort of casual like wrestling show where we happen to talk about the review, but, but it's okay. It was WrestleMania week, so. Yeah. I, we don't normally do this this much. No. But There's just been a lot of great matches to talk about over the past week. Over the past few weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we get we get great matches at like on a weekly basis now between New Japan's Indies, AEW, Stardom, TJPW. Yeah, it's so hard to catch up, and that, that's why I'm like. Trying to keep my head in this lane. <laughs> but next episode. Uh, Akira Tawe versus Toshiaki Kawada. 4-8-95. All Japan for wrestling. Speaking of John Moxley. The Shield and Seth Rollins. The Shield. And Roman Reigns. Speaking of a clusterfuck. Um, um, Roman Brock sucked. Just saying. Um, oh, yeah. I, versus, I could imagine. Versus Ryback, Daniel Bryan, and Kane from TLC. Um, Katsuyori Shibata versus Tomonaki Hanma from the G1 in 2014. And then Jim Breaks versus John Cortez. Some joint promotions action from Britain. World of Sports. I'm I'm excited for that. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen the Shield match since it happened. Um, now, I mean, speaking of great tag teams in AEW, Moxley and Brian, man, oof. And being on opposite sides here, yeah. Moxley, Moxley and Brian are awesome. But, yep, that's how it is here. Um, plugs, plugs, plugs. Um, I changed my Twitter handle, I think, since the last time we did the show, uh, at Adam Neary, NTWF. Uh, shout out to my Discord server. Shout out to everybody. Uh, yeah. That's it. All right. Not Toxic Wrestling fans, Discord message Adam if you want to be a part of that. Um. Yeah, we got a, we got a, we do a bunch of watch alongs. We got a, someone's doing some stardom shows for us. Uh, we got wrestling open from Beyond Wrestling. We had, uh, we look like ESPN, uh, or we look like NFL Red Zone during most of WrestleMania weekend. Uh, yeah, so just hit me up if you need an invite. Yeah, I'm up. His DMs are open. My, my DMs are open, but I'm probably not going to get them too. Um, get to it until I post the show. Um, socialsuplex.com. We have great podcasts 
on the Social Suplex Podcast Network, the Grave Consequences podcast, where we they review Lucha Underground. Um, keeping it strong style, Jeremy and young boy Josh Smith review New Japan, One Nation Radio. They had their WrestleMania 38 review. Um, they were just joined by Tanya Rogers of Suplexes and Shea Butter. And they did WrestleMania Day 1 and Day 2. And they did UNC packing up with Coach K. Um, <laughs> AEW match guy, Sir Samuel, gets it in. Sam Brown and Craig get it in on the AEW stuff. And a lot of things, more All Things Elite with my boy Floyd Johnson. I'm giving all the shows a sash out of, and then of course, Great Match Generator, where you can listen to us review great matches. And we're starting to get our clip game on now. I figured out a way to do clips. Rich uploads them to the Social Suplex Podcast Network YouTube page, which is a thing. So, so it's a lot of fun on the Social Suplex. Social Suplex also has a Discord. Um, hit me up for an invite there. Um, GWE Discord. GWE Discord. And I gotta find the Greatest Wrestler Ever Twitter account. Twitter.com. GWE. Um, greatest Project GWE is the Twitter handle. They have an invite. I'm probably gonna post the invite on the thing. We do watch parties every Saturday. Um, the project is going to conclude for for um, 2026, and and um, I think our watch party this Saturday, if I do it correctly. Um, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place, but I feel like I am with the plug because I want to get the show longer. <laughs> it, is watch parties. We do Joshi night. We do. It didn't say where the uh, calendar. Let me see if I can pull it up. On the phone. On the phone, it's easier. Like events. Uh, Discord. GWE. Uh, I'm not seeing anything for events. Uh, I I got it. We're stalling right now. LOL. It's fine. Fine. But you can go to go to the Discord over at GWE for more information on the uh, watch parties and stuff like that. Um, also, also, you can follow me on Twitter at DJZ Kooks. I'm not really on there much anymore. <laughs> and uh, follow me on Instagram. Instagram. I have a new Instagram. D Kukler, D K U C H L E R, 31096. That's my birthday. Um, so you can follow my shenanigans on Instagram. So that will do it. Adam, do you have anything else? Uh, no, that should be good. 
So for Adam Yeary, I am Danny Kukler. And until next time, that was Great Match Generator. Peace. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.